Hello everybody, greetings, welcome back. Uh, this is the basically the 11th episode, even though there's a couple of little different series things going on. Uh, but today I'd like to, uh, I'd like to call this, the, the title of this episode would be the you don't know what you know tactic. Because I'm seeing a lot of articles pop up and they're, they're, they're fun, they're, they're entertaining. Uh, and they're trying to use the variety of tools to make you doubt everything you heard or thought you heard or saw or thought you saw. And I'm going to use my one of my favorites because this has major national security type uh, investigative intelligence community and law enforcement implications. Of course, it's the Trump-Russia hoax. Uh, and this is something that the Marxist type left. Now, I, I call Marxists. In, or anarcho-communists in just about every episode. Really, it could be, you know, deep state. And I know that's probably the lack of clarity is going to piss a few people off, but it doesn't matter. It's kind of up to you because we really don't know who all of these people are. We just know that they suck. Their, their uh, tactics are horrible, and they don't wish uh, the best for this country or for, you know, any country, I suppose. So, but the, the left's been promoting this kind of thing since the first few holes, the first few bubbles in the Russia hoax started popping. Now, there, are, like I said, there are probably a couple hundred articles out there for your perusal. They're trying to make you think or doubt or just give up on thinking about what happened with the Russia hoax. Collectively, they're trying to make you doubt everything you know or you even could even learn about the Russia hoax. Uh, and I, I mentioned neuroscience because I'm seeing more and more of it because it's the whole, uh, you, you and I aren't smart enough to be able to go and figure out exactly what they're talking about. And we're supposed to trust the science, so just go ahead and trust the science and, 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 and move on. The neuroscience angle has basically like three goals. Uh, two of them are basically, are, they're, are, they're fundamental. But the first one kind of underpins those other goals. Uh, what they try to teach us, and, and you'll see this in a number of these articles, neuroscience wants us to, to know that by the age of four or five, most of us are hard-coded in our beliefs. Uh, and what they used to do is they'd say that that would start to build that bubble, that circle that you would put your, your belief system falls in. Now, now, nowadays, the new thing is to throw partisanship in there. Uh, that aspect, it's a kind of a new arrival. So they're trying to tell us by four or five, we, we've picked up on, we've clued in, maybe it's from uh, parents, educators, those we spend time with. The, the, and that's, I think that's also part of why during this whole shutdown COVID thing, uh, I do know that public school instructors were, were adamant and that parents were not supposed to be around when these children were being educated. And I do recall before the election, hearing um, teachers say things like, uh, this next week is a national election. It's a major, it's very important, you know, the most important election of our lifetime, and we're going to vote for President Joe Biden. And that's the kind of thing that they don't want parents to pick up on. So they want us, they, they, they want us to think that those beliefs are hard-coded and they're really, really, really hard to change. And no matter what type of research or investigation or further thinking we do we are going to be victims to that and that's the second part of this is that as being a victim to that 
Um, the deep state proxies might be giving people free pass to change their mind in order to save face and all that. So people who aren't, there are people that are relent, unrelenting un, and relentless and will not quit and will not change. So they're really the stubborn type person. But they're hoping that they can, they can sway a percentage into just backing away from the discussion completely. And that's what this is. This is their, this is their free pass to change your mind. The problem that we have, and this is the last part of this neuroscience thing directly, is that the open door that they, that they give you in, in these articles and such um, on this subject is that, the, and that's why they had to introduce the partisan divide, right? They had to implement that in there to, to tie it together. Is, and their point that they try to make is that like somewhere between 36 and 40% of all Americans are unable to change their position even after the, the, uh, a test group would introduce things like uh, additional video evidence. Um, and the, but the flaw in this is that even if you showed, even if you explain this in an article, people will take that, that concept and if they apply it to their life today, they're going to still assume that that's not them and that the 36 to 40 percent is the other person, the other group, the enemy. So what these articles are providing is uh, doubt, the seeds of doubt. I apologize for the microphone pops. I still got to get another kind of functional windscreen on this thing. Um, but that, how does that translate to this Russia hoax? Well, let's take a look at it. Okay, let's look at the things we actually know. Right now, the chairman of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence is Adam Schiff. His top billing, and this is why if you say, hey, I'm tired of these Russia hoax episodes, we're tired of hearing about it. Adam Schiff has given the Russia hoax proceedings top billing on that HPSCI page, web, the website, right now as of March 2021. And let's just sum things up. Zero of Adam Schiff's public statements line up with any testimony that we have including his own. So the public statement, stand in front of the microphone, preach it, preach it, preach it. Oh, I have in my hands, you know, irrefutable evidence. And I'll remind you that members of Congress, are they're not held accountable for any of the statements made to the press ever. So his opportunity to, to close the deal was behind closed doors, right? Uh, in the, in his own, in his own, Skiff or the H, the the, the HPSCI, and, and put in the permanent record. He didn't do it. Nobody did it. Nobody could. Nobody has done that. So what do we have? What do we have for evidence? Forget. We could even try to forget all of the insanity of the last four and a half years or whatever. We do have XCA Director John Brennan's handwritten notes, uh, stating on July twenty eighth, twenty sixteen, that. Jake Sullivan, and this is the kicker, he's currently Biden's national security advisor. He, he gave, he formulated the plan for Hillary to vilify Trump using Russia, you know, uh, via the disinformation campaign. And he has admitted to that, what was it, October 28th, 2020, that he did that, but what he did was not illegal. Insane, destructive, Illegal? Uh, it probably is illegal. But let's move forward to now and let's try to stay with what we know now because we have more evidence available to us 
than we did back then because we had no evidence. We had people just saying whatever they wanted to in front of, uh, you know, at the podium with the cameras rolling. No, and those things, uh, nobody's ever held accountable for anyways. So let's go to what we know, what we have now. Uh, September 7th of 2016, we know that there was a uh, investigative referral sent to the FBI from the CIA uh, to James Comey, who denied receiving it, but even though it's actually clear that his name was on it and he received it, uh, and to uh, that fired uh, counterintelligence official, Peter Strzok, asking him to investigate the Clinton campaign's anti-Trump collusion smear operation because they ha they knew that Russia knew about it and that they were, there was a very high likelihood that it would be tainted by deliberate Russian disinformation. So the whole, if we're going to argue about disinformation, let's use introduce this into the conversation because we know that Russia would love to do uh, disinformation and cause that chaos and havoc that we've been living through, right? But rather than act on the CIA investigative referral, the same manner uh, that they used to, to, to go into full tilt the counterintelligence investigation of the Trump campaign, Comey and Strzok did not initiate that investigation. I guess you don't want to find out what you don't want to find out. So, and then move us forward. Where, where does it, what, what, could we, what could we say that really shouldn't be able to be argued? Of course, we're going to have people who are going to argue based on zero pieces of evidence or fact, right? But we know that Hillary used Russians who'd been banned by Obama. In fact, they were on lists and they were not supposed to be around. We know that they were prepped by Hillary people, sent into the Russia's, uh, sent into the Trump team to, talk, uh, uh, to create an event or an occasion that they could talk about. We know that that was arranged. We know that that was a setup. Imagine if I sent a known drug dealer to talk to your children and then took a picture of it and then said, see, look, this man's children are stealing drugs with this man. That's the kind of setup Hillary tried to pull. Now, bear in mind, like I said, oh, President Obama had a don't talk to these people list, and Hillary went to them twice. She went with those Russians, and then she used Sid Blumenthal, who was banned. She, he, he did not want him anywhere near his administration. For Obama to not want some other people around, uh, they're probably in league with the devil okay so she did all these things when obama was still president so this is those aren't rookie mistakes so she clearly had no respect for for obama uh let's add to that the intelligence community was an absolute train wreck the cia should have been should have been slamming the fbi for this of course i think maybe the fbi the cia it's kind of set the fbi up um and here's where marxists win when this kind of stuff happens Every time, with mostly mostly complicit media help, they're great at creating turmoil and conflict. And then they're great because they also, again, have the help of complicit media. They can blame all the negativity, all the all the turmoil, on their opponents, the right, the conservatives, the independents, the libertarians. They don't have the luxury of that media constantly blaring at them. They they can't ever really set the record straight. And when they try, they're mocked. That's the, that's the whole mock thing. That's why I say, back with the neuroscience, they give people a chance to get out because they know that the mockery campaigns are, are fairly effective. Enough mocking, people just back back down, go away, silence themselves. We've had a few people who who've stood up and just weathered the storm 
you know, that's kudos to them. So at this point, let's pretend everything is deformation. Absolutely everything. Where would that leave us now? Well, we know that not one investigator or witness from the thousands have been able to provide a single piece of evidence that, that Trump and Russia had some form of coordination. There is evidence. Everyone can look at it now. It's unredacted. It's harder to find. Um, you know, it's harder to find out there. Some of the searches don't really want you to be able to find it even. But there is evidence that you can look at that warned that FBI Director Comey knew that Russia knew about Hillary's plan and Russia wanted to provide disinformation and that Russia, that Hillary reached out to those Russians. There's also evidence that CIA Director Brennan knew about Hillary's plan because he, he briefed Obama about it July 28th, remember? And then admitted to it just last year in 2020. He admitted to it. So they knew about the plan and all of the other uh, disinformation would have been attached to a plan like that, but it was never investigated. So they should have opened an investigation to it, but they knew that just opening investigation just looks bad. So let's change what happened and inject something else that we were all kind of talking about for a while. What if those handwritten notes and everything we were arguing about said somebody whack Jeffrey Epstein, right? Would we still be arguing about how Trump had Epstein killed in 2021? So changing that neuroscience thing really makes a difference because there's nothing tying Epstein to Trump. But facts really don't matter anymore. Peace out. <laughs>